Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Fulia, do you want to podcast one more time? Yeah, sure. For this is a Fred Lane Productions podcast. Shh, nickadish, nickadish, noise. Shh, Cue music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, Doc. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello. Hi. Oh, hello. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantarmaja. And I've been the one with the merc with the mouth, Michael Lister. <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Oh, yeah. Yes, experiencing it through the mediums of audio or visual or smell. 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 <laughs> yes. Mm. Crazy new technology people come up with these days. Yes. Innovation. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen Elon Musk's new robot? Is it Is it called the Musk? Because yeah. it smells. Possibly. Musk. It looks like it smells. <laughs> it's not Icky. that impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a robot. Yeah, he's made a robot. You know, you know the sort of thing that Elon Musk does, like invents uh, technology that's already been invented. Yep. <laughs> and how is it inventing? Robots so are real. Mm. I've got robots the, at work. Because it's the robot that's going to kill us all. That's why it's inventing. Uh, uh, not this one. Not this one. <laughs> a good breeze will ball it over. Oh, good. <laughs> that makes me feel it's safe. It's the stick figure of robots. <laughs> Hello, I'm an artificial intelligence. That <laughs> sound like Osimo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Disney's Wall of Presidents look more impressive than this piece of shit. Anyway. <laughs> Fantastic. Ah, uh, Fulia. Hey. What have you been watching? I uh, watched a couple of things this week. I'm continuing on with my MASH marathon, as per usual. Uh, and then I find out one of my workmates is a very big fan of MASH and I was like hey so am I nice so which Uh, one is Hawkeye and which uh, one is Honey Honey (laughs) Honey Badger (laughs) Honey Cat Honey Cat Honey Badger you know the guy (laughs) (laughs) um but apart from that, uh, I finally decided to sit down and watch uh, Hocus Pocus 2. Oh. Yeah. Um, I've only ever seen Hocus Pocus 1 once or twice as an adult. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so no and, rose tinted glasses necessary. No. no. Okay. Uh, and then, I, yeah, and then watching Hocus Pocus 2, yeah, it was enjoyable. It was fun. Um <laughs> But yeah, it didn't like it didn't knock my socks off in terms of like it's nostalgia or a, it's um you know just the the story itself. It was interesting. Um, I don't know. I feel like it could have been better. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's probably a good one for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So uh, I'll leave it at that. Everybody, it's only it only just came out on Disney Plus. So if you want to check it out, mm. you can. Um, I will not spoil it. Thank you. Um, Even though it feels other- like it's 
the exact same story. Uh, yeah, almost, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without even seeing it. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I will mention that I watched, uh, which this one actually did blow me away, uh, is um, an anime on Netflix called Bubble. Oh. It's a film. And it's... Oh, my goodness. It made me laugh, made me cry, changed my life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, it's, it's a very moving piece of anime, I will say. Uh, it's sort of in a sort of a... Almost kind of like a post-apocalyptic sort of a sense, but not really. Um, the art style for this anime is very, very beautiful. Mm. Um very unique in the way that they've in its cinematography in the way that they've animated it all mm-hmm. um the characters are likable um i fell in love with these characters mm-hmm. um and especially the two main characters of the film and it just it got really emotional towards the end it was almost it was almost akin to it was like it was telling the little mermaid story but in a very different sort of futuristic way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um and not to mention that the actual they they uh they actually mentioned the story of the little mermaid. Um but not the Disney one, the actual little mermaid story. The Hans Christian Andersen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, one the the one with the proper ending. The one that doesn't yeah. end so happily, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they kind of take that story and while they're telling that Little Mermaid story, they've given us a very Japanese anime version of, but it's, it's very cool, Mm -hmm. very sci-fi as well, Mm -hmm. kind of. Um, and I really liked it. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's literally all I've watched this week. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, very good. Yeah. Uh, Michael, what about you? Uh, very good, very good. I've been watching what I've been watching, uh, start, starting with yeah, House of Dragon, Rick and Morty, um, all the others, Rings of Power, uh, the stuff that we're going to be talking about later on. Uh, also, something new, uh, I've started watching Doma Monster. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been watching it with my wife because she wants me to watch it because she's watched like all the way through, but I was watching other th- things. Um, yeah, so we're up to episode four. Uh, sorry, episode seven. So oh, almost yeah, done. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, it's really full on, and um, yeah, I'm not. I. It's executed very well, but yes. I am not like crime guy. Mm-hmm. You know the sort sort of like oh the serial killers we got uh, we don't understand them so it's very good looking in. I, yeah. I like my fiction. <laughs> I like my fiction to uh, critique the real world, not dive into the real world. And yeah, and every. Um, 
we're, try we're trying to watch as much as we can because she wants me to finish it. Uh, uh, but I I'm just saying, no, just please, I, I need one at a time. It's the same reason why I watch like uh, Black Mirror. It's like one at a time, please, because I need a cold shower after. Yeah. I feel <laughs> yucky. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So been watching that with with the wife uh, as well as um, Beavers and Butthead, good palate cleanser that just to switch your brain off for <laughs> for half an hour. Hmm. Uh, and also, um, I've finally finished Avatar: The Last oh. Airbender. Uh, okay, holy shit! All right, your final thoughts. thoughts. Yes, go. I liked it. Yeah, good. Uh, for it is what it is, because I am an adult watching a kid's show, that's what I get out of it. But I did enjoy the characters, uh, the the lore, the sort of world that they've actually created. Uh, and, yeah, there, there's enough room to make more stuff with it, uh, especially with the Netflix things coming in, as well as the mm -hmm. movies uh, as well. Not just the live action, but the sort of stories in between uh, Avatar and as well as uh, Legend of Korra, mm -hmm. uh, which I've seen the first episode because I finished that one and I've watched the first episode to see what they're going to do. And it's like, oh yeah, a bit of a bit of a time jump and certain characters do pop up, but I'll just probably leave it at that because I'm not sure where you are, Kendall. With I haven't started Korra yet. Yeah, so. Um, I'll, I'll, I won't race through Legend of Korra because there's only like, uh, f well, there's meant to be four seasons, but there's only two seasons on Paramount Plus, which is annoying. Uh, uh so I'll, I, sorry. I, I can lend you the DVDs if you want. Well, you know, <laughs> social distancing and stuff. Yeah, no, no, if you want Social them. distancing. <laughs> Make sure they're fumigated before you, br okay. you bring them to me. <laughs> I'll wipe them down. Because, you know, you, you enjoy the, the, the bubble girl, but I am the bubble boy. <laughs> I, I was born in a bubble. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. When I'm up to it and if it's okay. not on... Uh, Paramount Plus because I pay for it, damn it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'll be watching that. And yeah, J.K. Simmons is is in it as well. It's like yeah, yeah, I always enjoy his voice. Um, yeah, and the animation in it is uh, far superior, <laughs> if I do say. And uh, and I enjoy where they are in the world as well. And I'll just leave it at that because it was a good surprise. Uh, yeah, so that's basically my weekly watchings. Just finally finished Avatar, so I need to watch something else, maybe. Mm. Don't know what. <laughs> Firefly, I think, is what you're looking for. Nah, there's only one season though. Yeah. Yeah. And a movie. Oh, pff, that's too much. <laughs> I'll probably rewatch uh, Community again. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Six Fair. seasons in a movie. Six seasons in a movie. <laughs> anyway, Kendall, what have you been watching with your eyes? Yeah, well, same as you, Mike. You know, my usual House of Dragon, Rick and Morty. Uh, I didn't have time to watch Rings of Power this week, so I am behind on oh, that. Oh, you're in for a treat. I'm excited, yes. Especially the last five minutes. Okay, <laughs> gotta love that. Um, so yeah, hopefully I'll watch it in the next couple of days. Um, up to date with The Handmaid's Tale as well. That's very very good. 
and yeah, and I went to the cinemas twice during the week. Uh, I saw um, a movie called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies on Monday, and uh, that was very good. Um, It's an indie horror film um, that was kind of like, I don't know, like... It's, I've been I've been saying it's like a slasher movie only for in the fact that it's like a group of people that are getting offed one by one, um, so and you don't know who the killer is, um, but it's just this group of you know twenty uh, somethings or late teens or whatever and they're they're uh, having a hurricane party while they're trying to ride out a hurricane that's passing over them and they're in this big mansion because they're all rich and shit. A hurricane, um, very relatable. Yeah, so relatable. But yeah, it's um, it's very very interesting um, the way it all plays out and uh, the the twist at the end that explained everything in the movie made the movie worth watching because oh. I wasn't sure while I was watching it and then um, and then the reveal happened and I was like, that's fucking brilliant and very clever and I I was very happy. Hmm, that's mm. cool. I like movies yeah. that do that. Yeah, you might you might enjoy it. Like some of the characters are a bit insufferable, but um, but well, you might. Yeah, I've sort of seen people talk about it. It's like, ah, oh, this is what the Gen Z is like and shit. <laughs> it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It is. I really felt that generation gap while watching it. Cause I'm like, I don't understand half of what they're saying. Uh, <laughs> so that made me feel old, which was fun. What you don't um, feel lit and new. Don't did you say lit? Yeah, lit. I know lit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just put up a graphic, fucking Steve Buscemi. I'm cool, kids. I'm with the cool kids. Hello, fellow <laughs> children. What up, fellow fellow, fellow young people? Yeah. Uh, but yes, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Very good movie. Uh, I liked it a lot. And then the other film I saw in the cinema was See How They Run, mm. um, which is the, uh, let's see, it's based on the... The Mousetrap by Agatha Christie, um, or inspired by it uh, in some sense. And, you know, Sam Rockwell and Saoirse Ronan are these two. One's an investigator, one's a detective, and they're trying to figure out who killed the director of um, the uh, upcoming film adaptation of said play. Um, And it's just, you know, them trying to figure out who's behind uh, everything and, uh, and to prevent anyone else from being killed and... Um, and yeah, it's set in the early fifties in London and, Mm. uh, it was good. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be based on the trailers that I saw for it, but it was still an enjoyable time. Um, you know, and I liked, I liked, um, a lot of the characters in it and the, the cast was very good and visually was really nice. And then freaking they had, um, the actress who plays Moaning Myrtle played Agatha Christie in the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was that was like, oh wow. She her she's just she just still sounds. It's been 20 years. She still sounds like Moaning Myrtle. Like her, that voice is like so instantly recognizable. That's her natural voice. That's her natural voice <laughs> is Moaning Myrtle. Yeah. She was not putting that on. Yeah, and she sounded like Bubba Frick as well. So Bubba Frick. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so it's who killed the director. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. The critics. The critic. No. Yeah, the critics. The critics killed the director. The critic, no. 
In print. In print. <laughs> different, <laughs> a different kind of assassination. <laughs> Character yes. assassination. Wow. Character assassination, if you will. But yeah, so it was a fun. So, Fulia, you you enjoy your, your kind of murder mystery sort yeah. of stuff a little bit. You might get something out of it. Okay. I think. Um, like, it's a perfectly um, harmless movie. Just enjoyable, Just light, don't take it too seriously. Good performances. Cool. Mostly funny. harmless. And funny in parts. Yeah, mostly harmless. Ha. <laughs> and funny in parts as well. So, All right. yeah. But with murder. Yeah. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's my weekly washings, which means now it's time to get into the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Nerdy news. Nerdy news time. Um, so, yes, unfortunately, we must start the news with some sadness to report. Uh, because um, suddenly this week... Uh, the very talented rapper uh, Coolio passed away uh, at the age of 59. Um, my goodness, very shocking, surprising. And no cause of death has been released, so that's staying a, a, a private matter at this at this time. Um, but very awful to see that this has happened. Very young. Um, of course, you know, we all know him for... Um, his incredible song, Gangster's Paradise, um, which was uh, one of the biggest songs of the 90s, speaking of the 90s, mm. um, and accompanied the, the very cool movie um, Dangerous Minds with Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, she's in the music video for it. Um, but it's a song that I've loved since it came out. I remember when it came out when I was a kid. I, I've, I have a specific memory of on a trip to Melbourne from Bendigo driving in the city with my parents and it was on the radio. Like I remember that <laughs> and that, you know, that's like 25 plus years ago now. Um, and yeah, I, I fucking love that song. It is, it's still in my playlists in my rotation today and will continue to be. Um, cause it's just amazing. Um, and, uh, yeah. And of course, you know, it's actually, my favorite Weird Al song is Amish <laughs> Paradise. Um, so, um, so nice, nice that we get two, two for one, two for the price of one. Thanks to Coolio. Um, he was also an well, uh, yes. Uh, yes. a little tidbit. Yes, go on. Um, usually, Weird Al likes to ask, uh, get permission for his um, stuff. Uh, because it is a grey area that you can do it without permission. Because yes, but he likes like, to. He likes to do the due diligence and actually go to the artist and say, hey, I want to do a parody of your song. Is that okay? Uh, And with Gangster's Paradise is is probably the only one that he got permission uh, from from his people, uh, but indirectly he he didn't want it. So it was sort of a grey area with that one. Oh. Yeah, but I think they patched patched up. Like, okay. there's no ill will. I mean, I think you yeah. definitely enjoy it. Like with um, Nirvana do, doing their stuff, uh, they they knew they got be- they they knew they made it because they got a Weird Al parody. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's and, a very good point. And when Green Day said it, it's like, oh, what's what's because he wanted to do um, uh, uh, American Idiot. And then Green Day is like, oh, is it going to be about food? Because majority of it was about food. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this eat it, true. fat, my bologna. Um, yeah. All of it. So, yeah. yeah. And it turned out to be a Canadian idiot. <laughs> nice. Yes. Love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, so Coolio was actually also an actor as well. Um, didn't really dabble in anything too massive. Um, he did play himself in a lot of stuff. Um, but I remember him being in um, Batman and Robin. Um, he had a very small part in that. Um, and he was also on, on an episode of Charmed um, back in the day as well. And uh, The Nanny. Was he? He was in the, on The Nanny, like one or two episodes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch as well, the original one. Oh, I haven't seen every single episode, yeah. so I'm not sure. Yeah, but yeah, I was I scrolling you. through his scrolling through his IMDb and going, "Oh my god!" And then, of course, how could I almost forget um, the incredible um, theme song that is the uh, Keenan and Kel theme song? If you guys ever watched that show on Nickelodeon in the '90s, no, am I the only Keenan and Kel fan here? I never came across crickets. it. <laughs> wow, dude, I I, I was so we, poor. I didn't have I didn't have Foxtel. Yeah, we we dabbled oh, sorry, in sorry pay TV. Yeah, yeah we didn't, we dabbled in pay TV for like short periods, and that was and I didn't really get to have specific shows to watch uh, every day. <laughs> if it wasn't on free to air, I missed it. Yeah, okay. pretty much. <laughs> well, seek it out and watch it if you can, because. I don't. I mean, I don't know if it'll, if it's aged well because I haven't watched it since I was a teenager. Um, but it's hilarious. It's Keenan Thompson. Um, you guys know who Keenan Thompson yeah, yeah, yeah. is, yes. So yeah. So um, he was on 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 this show. Um, it's just two best mates getting up to mischief. Keenan's the straight man. Kel is the is the the funny the funny one. Mm. Um, and it, it, it was hysterical and, um, Coolio did the theme song. So, oh, nice. um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, very, very sad to hear Coolio passing, um, this week and, uh, yeah, clearly has left his mark on the world. That's for sure. Um, Fulia, do you have any thoughts, any reflections on Coolio? Uh, look, honestly, I didn't really know him much apart from that one song of, because of Gangster's Paradise. Um, I do remember listening to that come on the radio quite a bit back in the 90s, and um, I actually enjoyed it back then too. So that was actually, that was something. So, um, yeah. It's um, tragic to hear that he passed away, uh, and but his, uh, his legacy will live on. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Michael, any, any additional thoughts? Yeah, way too young. Um, mm. And... Yeah, don't know the cause of death, but do we really need to uh, for the memory? But, yeah, he was very prolific during the 90s, and, yeah, our childhood and and all that. And all, uh, you know, that song will definitely be down by, down in history as one, one, of, the, one of the, one of the best and most recognisable and most, Easily. and most used, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in an upcoming show, 
which is pretty unfortunate. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, dear. Anyway, spoilers. Uh, hats off for Cool J. For Coolio. Coolio. Yep. Okay. Yeah. He'll be living in paradise. In gangster's paradise. In a gangster's yeah. paradise. In a gangster's paradise, yes. All right. Let's move on to the rest of the news because we have something very exciting to talk about. Um, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman broke the internet this week. Oh, they did. They broke completely it. fucking demolished it. They, yeah. they got out their katanas and their, and their adamantium claws and ripped it to shreds and cut its head off and kicked it down the ho- corridor. Yeah, all of that. Yep. Not, not an exaggeration by any stretch. Um, I was driving to work and I had people messaging me saying, <laughs> like, links and, like, saying, have you seen this yet? What the hell? And I was like, I just saw it pop happened? up on all over my feeds and yeah. with, uh, you know, Ryan Reynolds' Instagram and then on Facebook and I was just like, Oh, oh, this is happening. Crap. It's actually happening. Yes. So the video that f- was first shared was just Ryan talking about Deadpool 3 and how, like, you know, he was sorry that there was nothing at D23 and all this. And, <laughs> yeah. um, and then how he spent all this time, you know, reflecting about what the movie... Reflecting. What the movie can be, could be, and, you know, different <laughs> things. And then, you know, there's, like, a shameless aviation gin plug, which I thought yeah, was Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, but yes, very, very, very amusing stuff. And then, you know, he's sitting on the couch and it's fine. And then a gentleman walks past in the background. Eating an apple like an asshole. Eating an apple like an asshole, yes. Um, <laughs> and, and then, and then yeah, Ryan just goes, hey, Hugh, want to wanna play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure, Ryan. <laughs> walks up the stairs, nonchalant as fuck. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> then Q in Houston, oh my God, just... Oh, the best. Um, <laughs> Deadpool 3, ladies and gentlemen. We knew it was coming, but now we have a release date. It's coming out on the 6th of September 2024, and Hugh Jackman is returning as Wolverine slash Logan, and he's playing him in the fucking MCU, baby. It's official. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> I do have theories. I, and we will get to your theories very, very <laughs> soon. Um, there was also a second video that was dropped yep. um, not too long after the first one. I think it was either the, either the same day or the next day um, that it was put up. And it was the two of them on the couch being happy and excited about everything. Talking about what happened. Uh, talking about... Talk, and then going into details about what the movie's going to be. And yeah. how, how it's not going to, you know, undercut the events of Logan and... You know, because because he died, obviously. It's not. It's um, not. It's not. It's not. Then it's a more past version of yes. Logan. <laughs> yes, because Logan takes place in the future and yeah, X Y Z crap. So and then they yeah they they start you know talking about it and then music starts playing. I can't remember what song it was that was playing over. Oh, them. dude, I can't think of it. Either. But that's okay. That was very funny. Some people have been lip-reading what they said. It wasn't completely <laughs> muted. What they were talking about wasn't completely muted. Yeah. You could still hear a little bit of what they were saying, but not 100%. It, 
him. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was it was just a good like comedic bit to just get us hyped, I guess. Just to see the two of them together. Um this is fantastic. I will just I will just say before I throw to Fulia that I'm very excited. I'm not entirely surprised that this is happening. <laughs> I feel like they've been building towards this yeah. since Deadpool One. Um, I, it seems like an inevitability to me, but a fucking great thing to happen. Um, just sucks that we have to wait just under two years until we get to see it. But um, and hopefully there's no delays on this. Christ, I can't I take any so. more delays. But um, but yeah, it's coming out right before Fantastic Four now. So that is. That is when we have that. It's pretty much in between uh, phase five and six. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Lock it in. My God. I can't wait. It's going to be, it's going to be fantastic. Um, Fulia, are you excited? Tell me all your thoughts. Look, I'm, I, I'm, I like you, not surprised that this was happening. It was kind of rumored for a while that it was going to happen or potentially happen. Um, and you know, the moment that popped up, I was like, ah, it's happening. It's really happening now. Um, and just, you know, those two can be together and do anything (laughs) and they can nail it and it'd still be hilarious. Oh yeah. Uh, they've become such BFFs in the last, who knows how long. They have. And it's like. You want to see them together in something, and now we get to do. Now we get that like proper, <laughs> not the like the first time. No, this is actually happening like proper. Deadpool and Wolverine together in the yeah. same film, um, and yeah, and look, I'm I am excited to see them uh, in Deadpool three. It's gonna be fun. I wonder. Especially because um, Hugh Jackman did say he was hanging up the claws uh, when he first uh, said that he um, that Logan was the final time he'll ever reprise the role of Wolverine. Um, preparing to be Wolverine again for this film, like the uh, the exercise, the bulking, the 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 dieting, man. And how old is Hugh Jackman now? Like in his 50s? Uh, I think. Something like that. I think so. Like early 50s? Yeah, probably the later half of his 50s. Yeah. Let me find out how old he is. Yeah, and so, you know, to to be able to go through a regiment like that to become Wolverine again. Like, dude. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's he's about to turn 54. Well, there you go. Yeah, mid 50s. Yeah. That's gonna be that. That'd be interesting for him. Although he's actually been in pretty good shape for a long time. So. Yeah, especially yes. doing like theater and stuff like that, musical theater especially. So mm-hmm. he's been in pretty good shape for a long time. So I don't think it'd be too difficult. I think it's just bulking up is gonna be the hard part for him. I'd yeah. say. But you know what? We don't care because we get to see him together. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I am excited. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Michael. Hello. Uh, your thoughts and your theories, please. Yes, my thoughts. It was, it was, it was a, it's a happy surprise, but not really a surprise. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's like all the ducks are sort of lined up, and I think <laughs> um, uh, the director Steve Levy. Steve, Sean Le- Sean Levy. So- Sean Levy. Steve Levy. Where have I get that from? I don't know. Oh, yeah, pfft, whatever. Uh, but Sean Levy. 
said something along the fixes like if we can get um Hugh da 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 uh, like a couple of months ago and I thought okay testing was a bit and we sort of speculated and uh, of how that could have come about it's like uh like I like I definitely had the idea of like oh would it be great if um he wasn't playing Wolverine but he was playing Hugh Jackman in in the movie <laughs> and Deadpool is sort of annoying him to become yeah become him. that that would be great like that can still sort of work but but the way that they um introduce uh, the MCU is slowly introducing like the concept of mutants in the MCU and we've seen Patrick Stewart uh do Professor X but as a different type or a, a variant do the word analogy uh, a variant of Professor X of looking a lot like uh, the the ninety seven X Men and I- including with theme tune as well, where he's wearing the green suit and the big big yellow hover chair. Does that mean we're going to see Wolverine in the yellow and blue? Mm. That'd be fabulous. please please let that happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just for one scene, at least. That we see him in in costume accurate Wolverine. Yeah, I reckon it'd be more so a fact that Deadpool's gonna turn around and be like, "I want you to wear this," and then he's gonna disagree, but he's they gonna of, get forced into it. Didn't they sort of do that at the end of one of the Wolverines? They sort of had a helmet like in a suitcase when he was on a plane. Can't remember which one, or maybe it was a deleted scene. I can't remember. Yeah, and I can't remember which, which movie it was. Um, but the what some of the ideas have been going around the internet is there, there was uh, a comic book with uh, Deadpool kills the uh, kills the Marvel universe, and if they yeah. and if they do something along the lines of uh, Deadpool kills the Fox universe because you can, and <laughs> because they're phasing out all like all fox like canon basically and so and with uh deadpool like referencing like things in the fox universe as well uh with like like brief cameo of um first class in deadpool 2 of of them just closing the doors behind us like yeah going to be proud of that if they i don't know if they do something like that and he kills like if kills like uh all these cameos of like I don't know. I'm not sure if you're going to get Ian McKellen in it, but 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 it would be cool if if um, he also kill kills the um uh like all the Fantastic Four as well because we've sort of seen seen them do that in in uh, Multiverse of Madness. If you if you see if they get Chris Evans to come back, <laughs> not as Captain America. I see where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please do that. That'd be so fucking funny. I mean, you already did a cameo in Free Guy. It's like, hey, why, why don't you come back and do, do 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 a bacon switch? Like, we all think it's going to be Captain America, but it's it's the flaming torch. It just lights up. And it's like, oh, we're doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> and it... And I don't know. Michael B. Jordan just comes around the corner and is like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" <laughs> and he lights up as well, and they're fighting. 
That would be amazing. Yeah. Something like that. Go, go nuts. Like Yeah. And and do a proper fourth wall like movie. Like something along the lines of like um uh, Mel Brooks with uh like um knowing it's a movie and the movie is attacking another movie and that sort of thing. It's like I wanna see that. I wanna see I wanna see that. But if they're gonna play it safe then uh, go ahead. I don't care. I'm going to be watching this movie anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so when yes. are we watching this, Kendall? Well, as I previously mentioned, we have to wait just under two years to watch Deadpool 3 because it is coming out on the 6th of September 2024. Yeah, a release date as well. I know. And I just looked at the uh, the slates and it's the f- going to be the first film of Phase 6. Ooh, so okay. So on the Phase 6 picture that was released at... Um, Comic-Con, there is literally, at the start of it, for, there's a thing that's marked Fall 2024. Yep. Um, so that's Deadpool 3 now. Ooh. And then Fantastic Four. And then you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven unnamed movies. Yeah. In okay. Phase 6. In, in that whole 12-month period. So, yeah. The multiverse saga. The multiverse yeah. saga, baby. It's, it's happening. Oh my goodness. Deadpool in the multiverse. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be brilliant. Alright, let's uh, continue the MCU chat because uh, one of those movies in phase six I feel like is now possibly going to be Armor Wars because mm-hmm. it has been officially rejigged from a series on Disney Plus to being a full theatrical feature film. Um it's mm. going to be continuing the events of Secret Invasion. Don Cheadle, of course, is going to be in that show. Um, and now he's getting his own movie, um, Armor Wars, which will be adapted from a, a comic book run of the same name. Um, that's, you know, dealing with um, Rhodey uh, having to worry about uh, Stark tech getting into the wrong hands. Um, and there's so many rumors online as to who's going to be involved. I just want to see Sam Rockwell return as Justin Hammer. I've said that for the last three fucking years since they announced Armor Wars. That's all I want. I want Justin Hammer to come back because I love Sam Rockwell. He's the fucking best. Um, and it's a perfect opportunity to bring him back. So, um, but yeah, we don't really know anything else. Um, but it's, it's kind of nice to see Rhodey get his own movie because mm. Don Cheadle is is fantastic and we we love him so um I'm curious uh to see um how it's gonna go and hopefully it won't suffer from being translated from a six episode miniseries into a film um but you know it, that goes both ways you know things can be stretched out too much and they should have been a movie like for example maybe Falcon Winter Soldier should have been a movie um yeah you know, yeah, so um, we'll and see. with the and with the opposite, um, the Obi Wan series mm, mm-hmm. definitely felt like more of a kin to a movie than a TV show. Yes, very much, very much so. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's exciting, exciting stuff. Um, so yeah, we don't have a release date just yet, but like I said, it, it'll probably be one of those uh, Phase Six dates, unless they decide to move something out of Phase Five, but. Who knows? Mm. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, Fulia, any thoughts on this? What do you feel? Uh, look, uh, you know, if if their story is, you know, short enough that they can make it into a movie, then why not? 
Um, and, like it would have been nice to see it as a as a series. Then we could have got it for a little bit longer. But um, if they don't see any real reason to have the story only go for that long, uh, then a movie makes sense. You know, just um, chuck it all in together. And you know, it's nice to like you just said before. Um, uh, you know, to have Rhodey have his own film. Um, and it'd be nice to, to see where that goes. Um, uh, I feel like if it's going to be a film, I kind of want to see Tony Stark's daughter, like a little yeah, bit grown up. Yeah, Morgan Stark, yeah. bring her mm. back. Yeah, yes. so that'll be, that'll be really cool as well. Um, and she might, you know, she might be part of the story in, in a more of a serious sort of sense, like more can't think of the words but it's like she's definitely going to be i feel like she should be there yeah 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 um but yeah no looking forward to it regardless of whether it was going to be a film or a series like i'm still going to see it so mm-hmm. yeah yes good very good mm. uh michael Yo. do you have any thoughts or theories on this one uh not many um i don't know um if it's a good idea or not uh, i'm sort of indifferent it's a medium that's definitely different and cool it's cool that don Cheadle's getting getting his own movie you know hopefully it's going to be better than you know black widow but having said that uh, the idea of it is pretty pretty fun and yeah if they get justin hammer back and 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 now we've got ironheart we can, yeah, we can def- definitely um, get her get her in it because uh, she's got her own show, and mm-hmm. she can be bumped up as uh, uh, as uh, Rhodey's rookie. <laughs> yeah. and and now I'm the master, and the master and the apprentice. Yeah, definitely, definitely enjoying. Uh, would enjoy this movie. Uh, next in the news, we got some Star Wars related news. Speaking of wars, um, this. It's kind of a no-brainer, I suppose, um, but it was revealed earlier in the week that James L. Jones uh, has retired as the voice of Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Now, this doesn't mean that they're not going to be using his voice anymore because, as we know, in uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, um, they uh, used the respeecher AI tech to recreate his voice um, so it would sound like... Um, the voice, um, you know, we we grew up listening to for with the original trilogy. So timeline wise, because obviously with James L. Jones being in his early nineties now, hmm. um, it doesn't it does sound, not sound it, the same. Doesn't sound exactly the same um, as you know we heard last in like Rogue One and in um, uh, briefly in Rise of Skywalker. So um, yeah, so basically he's uh, after he learnt of the respeecher AI stuff. Um, yeah, he just. He figured he was on the way out anyway, so he's um, he's signed off on them using his uh, his voice for future Star Wars projects. So um, some some articles online have been calling for maybe the retirement of the character period now um, because of you know they have done a lot with Darth Vader obviously and especially the way they kind of closed the Obi-Wan and Anakin story in, in the Obi-Wan series, which was done very well. I, uh, that aspect of that show was done very well. I think, um, yeah, it makes sense not to ever use him again, but 
if something Star Wars related that comes up that has Vader in it, now they have they have permission from the actor himself. Um, and uh, yeah, well, I'd say given Disney's reputation, we'll probably be hearing his voice down the line somewhere again. So yeah, in a galaxy very, far, far away. Yes, <laughs> very, very, very interesting. Yeah, we're living in this world now where, you know, voices and, and faces can be recreated so, um, yeah, easily, it seems. Um, very spooky. But it's nice, at least, that, you know, thankfully, James uh, was, you know, is still here to uh, give his blessing and permission for that kind of thing. So, um, anyway, Fulia, hmm. well, do you have any thoughts on this? How do you feel about the whole AI tech stuff. Um, oh, look, if they're going to um, use the voices of um, actors that either are no longer here on the earth or um, who no longer sound like the way they used to for certain characters, um, as long as they've got like permission from that person or from the person's family, then I don't see why, why not? Why wouldn't you use it? But in saying that, um, the people who are saying that maybe to retire the character of Darth Vader itself, I've, I kind of feel like I'm kind of on their side in the sense that it's we've we've heard the Darth Vader story so much now that we might be getting a little bit um, tired of it, uh, and we want something new. We want new villains. Um, we want a new Darth Vader, whatever that whatever that character is, um, and. They could be even more sinister than what Darth Vader is. So uh, I'd like to actually see other characters. It's kind of like similar to having like the, the Kylo Ren of it all. Um, but yeah, just some, I think, I think it's kind of best that we move on from the Darth Vader character um, unless they're still in the whole past um, before, before they kill him off sort of phase. Um, if that's where they're go- if that's where they're going with this, which I, s- I assume that is probably the reason why they want to use his continue using his voice is because of past um, projects that are related to um, the 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 era of Darth Vader. Uh, so that's fine with me. Um, but I just I just feel like the the Darth Vader character has been used quite a bit in the past few years. So especially in the last decade. So maybe maybe it's time that it just needs to be. Needs to be retired for good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. Michael, what do you th- think? Do you agree, disagree? Um, well, Disney's going to Disney and Star Wars yep. is going to Star Wars. They're, yeah. they're just going to bleed this dry. Uh, but on an ethical standpoint, it's a bit murky. Uh, if this is going to be a, a thing now. that, uh, But... In a way, it's a good thing because after he's gone, God forbid, but after he's gone, uh, his estate and his uh, family are still going to be making more money, like, and the money's still still pouring in. So that's probably a plus. Even after you're dead, you can still still get like a check uh, because because your voice is so phenomenal and recognizable. Uh, and ju- and all you have to do is just sit, tick yes, do this project with with it. Um, having said that, this 
may pass away to the uh, uh, Lion King prequel. I'm not sure if uh, they're, they're mm. going to do something like that because they're, mm-hmm. they're going to do um, Mufasa, like, young. I mean, you can uh, hire an actor to make him sound a young J- James L. Jones. But I don't know. It's... Yeah, I'm in two minds if I like it or not. I mean, I saw, I sort of... I sort of knew that it was a different voice in Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I thought, I know that's James A. Jones's voice, but I I have heard him in Rogue One, and he does sound a lot older now. Uh, and, yeah, when you grow old, your, your vocal cords change because overuse over the decades. And, yeah... That's why, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm, yeah. Mm, yeah mm. Mm. I'll just leave Maybe. it at the... Mm, yeah, mm. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> yes. All right. We got one more thing in the news to discuss, and that is um, some other really fantastic news this week was the official confirmation that the series community is finally getting its long-awaited movie. Oh, man. Um this is something that uh, we've been hoping for for a very, very long time um, since the phrase six seasons and a movie was first uttered um, all the way back in, I think, the second season. Yeah, it's the second season of the show. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's really cool that that became a thing and then, you know, the show ended with its sixth season and no... no signs of a movie at all um <laughs> they sort of belly crawled it over to the six seasons if you know the history yeah. of the community yeah yeah unfortunately yeah it um <laughs> it's probably a good thing it ended when it did sadly only because of you know a lot of behind the scenes drama um but that's okay so um but we're finally getting the movie and almost all of the original cast has confirmed that they are returning. So we've got Joel McHale, Danny Pudi, Alison Brie, Gillian Jacobs, Jim Rash, and Ken Jeong. Uh, they're all confirmed to come back, so that's fantastic. Um, at this point, Yvette Nicole Brown and Donald Glover have not confirmed if they're returning. They better. I will be so mad if I don't get to see Troy and Arbed in the morning one more time. I'll be very, very sad. Try um, it in the morning. morning. Oh, an iconic duo, if there ever was one. Um, and, of course, Chevy Chase is probably not going to come back because not only mm. did they... Not only did they spoilers kill his character off in the show, um, but he and Dan Harmon do not like each other at all. All so, the rest of the cast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of, lots of badness. Um... But regardless, um, movies happening. Uh, Peacock, uh, Pe- Peacock have the uh, the streaming rights to it. So, um, and we have no release date and no plot or any other information. Um, but the fact that it's actually officially happening is very exciting. So, as a big fan of Community, I cannot wait. Um, Michael, 
Hello. Uh, are you you're you're a fan of Community back in the day? Uh, well, I didn't watch it when it first came out, but but I was introduced to it like later on in life, and yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, it it's sort of a good place where um, the it's sort of like the last hurrah of the the modern uh, American sitcom and where it was going, and and yeah, just complete the meme. Six seasons of the movie, and with the other cast, no word yet of if they're coming back or not. Uh, you know, hmm. I think they will. I mean, after I think what really sort of um, kicked the movie into high gear is definitely um, that um, uh, online script read. Where they got oh yeah where they got everyone and and just and I watched that and I thought this is amazing they still they still bounce off each other like really well and he and even they they stayed around for like another another hour just for just talking shit and I think and just the dynamic in, in between between all of them is just fantastic and yeah do the movie. Um, doesn't have to be good or anything. Just a nice little close send off. Uh, and well, Troy's out in the high seas with. <laughs> True. So I don't know. They're they're probably going to save him. I don't know <laughs> what the story is going to be. Hmm. And something to do with uh, community college as well, which is strange. Yes. Yes. Maybe maybe it's all in Arbid's mind. I don't know. And they do like yeah. a, <laughs> do like a rosebud. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right, that's the nerdy news done, which means it's now time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. All right, uh, trailer park time. And our first trailer, of course, is the uh, very, very cool teaser for the highly anticipated series, The Last of Us. Last of Us, just Last of Us, baby, Last of Us. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, really, really uh, happy with this trailer. Looks absolutely fabulous. Um, just, I mean, as someone who hasn't played the game, though, um, I'm hearing good things from the gaming community in terms of the way it's been adapted just based on the trailer alone. So that gives me a lot of hope um, for the show. It looks fantastic. Um, and yeah, I just, I know I'm really excited to kind of dive into this world. Um, Cause you know, I, I, if I was more of a gamer, I would have played it by now, but the story has always kind of fascinated me um, because it's essentially a zombie apocalypse, but it's a different kind of zombie apocalypse. Um, that's, really interesting and it's based on something that actually exists in hmm. re- in real life which is kind of scary um yeah to beetles and that and yeah bugs. it happens yeah it happens to plants and to, to to insects this virus this cordyceps virus but in the the game essentially it, yeah, happens it, to the it's, humans it's bulbasaur yeah. Don't make Bulbasaur scary. It's n- Bulbasaur's not scary. He's cute. Exactly. He just has a, a manifestation of a plant, like, feeding off his back. Yep. 
I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so Fully is not watching this. Um, and that's I never why played he's the game either. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So I, I can't wait. And yeah, Pedro Pascal, I, I will watch anything he does. Um, he is wonderful and amazing. So yeah, bring this on. I, I can't wait. I absolutely can't wait. A very, very good trailer. Um, Fulia, what did you think? I won't be watching it because I've never played it, so I don't have the nostalgia for this. Hey, uh, did I not just say that I haven't played it? I well, I'm I am I won't be playing it either. And no matter how much I hear, because I I'm I'm involved in a a few different gaming communities, and a lot of the people, uh, and especially the podcasts that I've listened to, have praised The Last of Us so much in terms of its story, mm. and especially if you are a father with a daughter that plays this game, it's all it, like, it's more emotional for that person as well. So you're saying I should play it and like bore my fucking eyes out. Don't, I don't know if you want to <laughs> <laughs> like, it's up to you if you want to, but I, from what I've heard from a lot of fathers who have daughters, they've gotten very emotional playing this game. Yeah. Especially, got- especially at certain scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I got through Logan. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, The Last of Us game has been, you know, remastered for the PS5. Mm-hmm. And people have still, even the people who have played it in the past already, have gone out and bought it to pl- replay it again yep. in its remastered glory. And they're still saying that it's, like, one of the best games out there. Um, so, you know, kudos to the developers who created it and re- and wrote the, wrote the story for this. Um, and then to be able to adapt it into, um, I'm assuming it's a series. Yes. It is a series. Yeah. Mm. To adapt it into a series for, um, you know, not a lot of game adaptations from, from game to screen, um, has gone very well. Uh, but from the look of this trailer, um, and especially from everything I've been hearing from the gaming community, it looks like it's going to be really good. Um, and from what I also hear, apparently the clickers are on point. <laughs> yeah. I Now that I know what they look like, you're definitely not playing the game. <laughs> it's all right. It's just people with floral patterns. New. New. New tanks. No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, Michael, what did you think of this trailer? I'm, I'm Dave Hughes and I'm angry. No, <laughs> um, uh, I know of Last of Us. Like I'm the same. I haven't played it, and but I know like the 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 discourse behind uh, this uh, this TV show and how how it's 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 going to be it's going to be trying to be a faithful adaptation of. Um, uh, uh, of the game uh which is a bit hard because you're more immersed in t- in in the game because you are playing it so it's going to be different in that sp- that in that aspect and yeah uh i'm not sure if i can play it because i don't have a ps3 or a f- 5 and you got a ps4 though no uh, have i got a ps4 yeah I don't have a PS4. Oh, okay. You don't have a PlayStation at all? I got one and two. Well, Ah. one that can play two. 
Okay. No, I've got a PlayStation 2. Yeah. That is backwards compatible. Okay. 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 That is all with Sony. Uh, So if it's not on Steam, then I'm going to have to. Hmm? I think they're going to bring it to PC. They should. I th- I think if with the fact that they've remastered it for the PS5, I have a feeling they're bringing it to the PC. They should because PC Master yeah. Race and shit. <laughs> um, so it could be another thing that I'm borrowing from you, Fulia. Yeah? The the um, Legend of Korra DVDs as well as your PS5. Hey, yeah, no, <laughs> that I'm not giving you. I'm not giving that to anyone. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Come on. <laughs> You can come over and play, but I'm not letting you take it away from you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna, well, I can't. I'm going to have to be all, all all 95 masked up in your place because I, <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where you guys been. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, just another thing to add uh, from Naughty Dog, the the game. Yeah. Which, which also did Crash Bandicoot. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love the fact that the people who created. Like the company who developed Crash Bandicoot have developed this game. Yeah, like could not be more different. They did Uncharted as well, didn't they? They did, yes. Yeah, so going off the Uncharted game, hmm, was the movie that good? I don't know. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. No, neither have no. I. I think it's out on streaming now. It is, yeah. Yeah, so can't wait. So when is this going to get dropped on us? Kendall. Well, we don't have a release date yet. Uh, all that they have said is that it's coming out next year, 2023. So, no idea. Hmm. 2023. Cool. 2023. I'll, I'll definitely right. make sure I'll steal Fulia's um, PlayStation 5 by then and play it. <laughs> nice. When you least expect it. When you uh. least expect it. All right. Our second trailer is for an a upcoming sort of rom-com slash drama, potentially, um, called Spoiler Alert, um, starring Jim Parsons uh, and Sally Field. Um, and, uh, yeah, this movie looks wonderful and looks like it's going to make me cry. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, it's, you know, it's a, a, seems like it's a beautiful love story. But, you know, two men who fall in love with each other and become boyfriends and then husbands and then one of them gets sick, which is, why does this happen? Mm. I'm tired of tired of this happening in, in, in queer media. Anyway. Um, I was thinking like, when, the, when it says, from the director of Big Sick, it's like they're doing it all over again. It's like, okay. Yeah, except that was based on a true story. Yeah. But this time it's with the gays. Yes, they're doing the gays. They're doing the gays? They're doing the gays. (laughs) Anyway, Mm -hmm. um, but that aside, it does look like a really nice movie, like funny and heartwarming and endearing and romantic. And, and, you know, seeing Jim Parsons play a regular kind of person, like, you know, we don't really see too often. He plays a lot of heightened characters. Um, so it's nice to see him play the, like, male lead in a romantic film. Like, that's really, really cool. Um, he's very talented, so I can't wait to see, um, him in this. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a wonderful movie. It did, the trailer did probably show a lot, but then again, it's for a movie called Spoiler Alert, so I suppose they can, 
uh, be forgiven there. Um, they can but, um, get away with it. They can get away with it, yes. Mm. So I'm definitely going to be watching this, I think. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Fulia, what about you? Oh, yeah, this is, like, wholesome as heck. Yeah. But also definitely going to be very, very emotional for all the feels. All the feels. Um, and I, I'm probably going to end up watching this one as well, uh, despite the fact that I know I'm going to end up crying. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's... Like you said, it's something that I've not really seen Jim Parsons do. Mm-hmm. And I'm really looking forward to actually seeing him in a more of, like, in, in a new light, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is going to be really enjoyable, I think. Um, and I, from what the trailer said, apparently, you know, it's it doesn't end in a sad, it doesn't have a sad ending, apparently. Uh, so I suppose that's a, <laughs> there's that spoiler alert. <laughs> so we'll see we'll see how true that is. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. great, Michael. What about you? Uh, yeah, it, it says what it says on the tin. Like it's uh, a rom a rom com, uh, a more of a classic rom com because we mm. don't really see many of them nowadays. Because Judd, Judd Apatow sort of <laughs> destroyed them. <laughs> like the sort of make of them. Like after 40-Year-Old Virgin and, and Knocked Up and all those other ones. The rom-com was changed forever, but only slightly. So we're sort of going back to what what they are. Uh, full of drama, full of comedy, and and make you feel good by, by the end. Hopefully. Hopefully. So, yeah, um... But this time it's with gays. Okay. Give it a go. Yes. Yeah, I can't really add add too much more of that because I'm not really the demographic. Because I <laughs> like my wife can't make me watch like rom coms anymore because I'm I'm so media savvy. It's like yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like I ripped the shit out of like Nicholas Sparks movies, like no one's business, because it's mediocre. Anyway, but this one, this one looks quite nice, and I like like the sort of um, connection that uh, Jim Parsons' character has with Sally Field's character, who's the mother-in-law. So yeah, I, I kind of like to see 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 that. So when are we going to be watching? Well, yes. Uh, don't have an Australian release date just yet, but Ooh. if you're in the US of A, you can watch Spoiler Alert on the 16th of December. Yay, Christmas movie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. All right. One more trailer to discuss, and this is for a film that I cannot wait to see and have been hearing nothing but good things about. Um, this is Tar, uh, starring our wonderful Kate Blanchett. Um, as the, yes, bow down. Um, <laughs> bow down to the queen. Yes. yes. As the notorious. Not dark, com- but beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as the notorious, uh, composer, genius, uh, Lydia Tarr. Um, and this movie feels like it's going to be heavy psychological drama. Um, it's going to be using sound in a very cool way. I loved the sound editing in this trailer, the way that was put together. Um, they're definitely going to win an Oscar for sound. I'm calling it now. 
Um, and yeah, and Kate's probably going to be up for a Best Actress nod, I think. Um, but that's, you know, gossip that people have already been talking about. So nothing new there. But um, but no, it looks like a really intense piece of cinema. Um, I'm fascinated with it. Um, it was a it was a really good trailer. I can't wait to watch this movie, to be honest. Um, to kind of just sit back and let this movie happen to me because it just feels like it's going to be very oh, hold on for your life sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in some in some ways, um, which is kind of interesting. And yeah, yeah, I don't really have too much to say because it was a really good tease. It didn't really kind of tell you too much. It just really just explained who she is and how she's this kind of genius modern composer um and she you know might be losing her mind a bit um you know so yeah but I, I can't I can't wait to watch this uh it looks absolutely fantastic and yeah and who doesn't love Kate Blanchett she's she's fan- fantastic she's a queen we love her <laughs> very much Fulia yes what did you think of this I love Kate Blanchett, but I don't know that I love this trailer. <laughs> Looks intense. Uh, oh, if the sound didn't make you feel eerie, uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> this, um, the trailers, the 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 sound was edited really well because it just it made me feel very uneasy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I have a feeling I'm. This is not my type of movie. (laughs) I thought maybe I'd be okay with it, but then it got to like really intense moments and the sound just really just took me aback. Like I was like, uh, this, I don't like, I don't like how this sounds. Um, (laughs) and being that it is about a composer, there's gonna be like this whole movie is going to be about the sound effects. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, which is, is kind of making me want sort of kind of want to watch it purely just for that Mm -hmm. to see how they do it in the film itself. Mm -hmm. But I just, I know I'm going to feel so uneasy watching it that I may not even finish it. So I'll wait for your reviews. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That is fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Michael, what did you think of this trailer? Definitely in the realms of art house. Um, mm. Just just experimental. And I, I, I really, really enjoy that people are still doing experimental stuff, even in film. It can't be all just Marvel bullshit, you know? I mean, sometimes we want to see something that's incoherent and strange and, and, you know, something that makes you think as well as makes you laugh and cry and everything like that and it's like what am i watching so it definitely definitely ticks all the boxes for me to just do it just to experience film in in its very raw terms i mean we sort of see the setup of of like a creative like try trying to um re reconnect herself to her medium and and trying to find something different and interesting, and and when she's doing that composing, and it's just sound just blaring at you. It's like, mm. does this work or not? It's like, yes, if you're in it. It's it 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 brings my inner wanker out, you know, <laughs> artistic wanker out. 
It's like, yes, I see it. It's 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 fascinating. It's interesting. It's everything that that I like to shit on, but I'm enjoying it at the same time. <laughs> so so yeah, and Kate Blanchett can't do no wrong. And she's yep. fascinating and awesome. And Aussie represent. Hell yeah. And more of this, please. Yeah. Except... Um, hold on. Except it... Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be on a streaming service that I don't have. I think I thought it was going to be on Apple Plus, but obviously it's not. So when are we going to be watching this, Kendall? Well, very appropriately for us... Uh, we can watch Tar on Australia Day next year, 26th of January. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'll go see that instead of celebrating Invasion Day. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Yes. All right, that's Trailer Park. We're yeah. rolling on out. Rolling because it's time rolling. for a quickie review. Quickie review. We are going to quickly just, and you know, when I say quickly, quickly for for, for Fred is not quick. Um, <laughs> but we'll try and make it quick because. Well, tired. we're a very passionate lover. We're very passionate, <laughs> yes, passionate about our pop culture, um, especially this uh, show we're going to discuss. Andor, episode four, dropped mm. during the week. Um, now we have seen everything the critics got to see because they got to see the first four episodes. Um, so now we're all even Stevens. Um, yeah, this was a very good episode. I, I liked it. I mean, not a lot happened in terms of, I suppose. Not a lot of action. Not a lot of action. Um, but they've set up some action. I feel like next episode's going to be very intense on Mm. that front. However, I did really like the world building. Um, you know, we, we, we've left, um, Ferrix and we've landed on this new planet. Um, and it's all very different and we're, you know, literally seeing the beginnings of the rebellion, basically these people who have, you know, decided to take no crap from the empire. Um, you know, and they're plotting to, um, you know, basically do a, do a heist essentially, and steal a bunch of the the uh, empire's money, which I thought was quite amusing. Um, yeah, but that was that was so that was really cool. Um, I found it interesting that you know that they made Andor like go by a fake name, um, not say his real name, which I thought I thought was very interesting. So that's going to be a fun conversation down the line. Um, and I loved how they just kept reiterating. Three days? We're going out in three days and you brought in a new guy? What the hell? Like, I'm like, yeah, we get it. We get it. It's fine. You don't need to keep reminding us. It's okay. It's a short amount of time. Okay. Yeah, we get it. We get it. <laughs> Stress? It's fine. Um, but yeah, I really, so I really enjoyed that. Uh, and then the other, you know, part of the episode with, um, you know, actually returning to Coruscant for the first time mm-hmm. in a long time. Uh, and, um, you know, with Stellan Skarsgård's character adopting a different persona. Yeah, that was Uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. He's, you know, he's kind of like this 
curator of exotic goods, mm. I suppose you would say. Artifacts. Artifacts, that's a good word for it. Um, in this wig and get up and like he's all smiles and happy, happy. And uh, and then, you know, and then we see Mon Mothma, um, <laughs> Senator Mon Mothma. Uh, and, you know, everything's hunky-dory. But then we realize, oh, okay, you know, they're they're having some, some chats out yeah. the back about certain things um, going on. So, yeah. And then the whole stuff with these uh, imperial um, officers, like this this the woman with the blonde hair, like I really kind of like her. She's kind of drawing me in with her story and where she's going to fall in terms of what side of, you know, if she's... I, I would love to see a, a like a flip if if we had someone flip to the rebellion, but I don't know if we will with her. But um, I'm. It's really nice to just kind of see how things operate away from you know deep space <laughs> in this galaxy with all the star destroyers and Darth Vader and stormtroopers and stuff. It's you know it's it's politics. It's policing. It's security. It's it's manipulating mind games. It's yeah, it's all very intriguing and interesting. Um, so I yeah, the world building was very strong and looked absolutely fantastic. Like Coruscant looked beautiful um, as it always does, and and yeah, I was just very impressed um, with this episode. I thought it was good for an episode where not a lot of action took place. I still I still really enjoyed it. I like living in this this part of the galaxy. I think it's really, really cool. So I'm going to give this episode four out of five stars mm. and or episode four. Yeah. Fulia, how yes. did you take this one? Uh, I, I enjoyed this one. Uh, even though there was like barely anything in terms of action, all we got to see was travel uh, and just a lot of dialogue, yes. essentially. Dialogue heavy. Um, it is a very dialogue heavy episode. Um, it gave us a lot of insight into what is happening with a few different parties um, in this story, which is really interesting. Um, we also find out that uh, Cyril gets fired. Yeah. <laughs> after the goings on on Ferris. Yes. Uh, oh, my goodness. I felt bad for him, though. Like, for some reason. I kind of did, too. I was like... And he had, he, he had he he couldn't say anything because he knew what ha- he knew what he'd done. Yeah. Um. And you know, it just it it yeah. I was just sad for him because then he had to leave and go back home, and then he gets slapped by his mom <laughs> or or mother stepmother. I'm not sure who it is. Um. But I'm assuming it's some form of guardian. <laughs> parental um, figure. Parental figure of some sort. And yeah. Uh, that's not how you greet your, you know, your kid at the door when they first come back after who knows how long they've been away on service. Yeah. <laughs> or ran Slap. away. We don't I know. missed you. Mm. Oh my gosh. But um, yeah, I, I'm kind of curious as to, I, I want to know a little bit more about what's going on in his head. Yeah. Like he's obviously got a lot going on just by looking at his face. He's the, my goodness. Like, Kyle Soller did an amazing job with his facial acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just showed so much yeah. em- emotion and thought. Have, anguish. 
He didn't, yeah. He didn't have a lot of dialogue compared to last week. No. So, yeah. N- none at all. Yeah. Uh, you just, just stare at him and you could see how much pain he's going through right yeah. now. Like, mentally. Um, so... Well, it's like, show, don't tell. It's always... Yeah. It's always a good little little um, storytelling device where you need yeah. to pay attention to everything. Exactly, yeah. and I really, really enjoyed that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like the fact that, you know, he didn't really have much to say. It, it, it just shows you what that character's about, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was also interesting to see... Um, Oh my goodness, Luthen, which is Stalin's Skarsgård's character, mm-hmm. um, put on a new persona um, to hide the fact that he's a rebel. <laughs> um, and but it was just a little bit jarring too because he's put on a wig, he's smiling, he's being a bit more louder than his usual self, um, just so that he can fool a driver. An imperial driver. <laughs> Hidden in plain sight. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of funny. Um, and then, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, the, the switch where, you know, when Mon Mothma and he go out the back to have a quick chat about the goings on. And that was really interesting. Speaking of Mon Mothma, though, uh, the goings on at her own home. Yeah, and her husband. And- that was that was kind. Of, it was like it was a nice sort of like a reality check of what some partners go through. Yeah. Like, forget the fact that this is a sci-fi fantasy sort of a drama. Just the fact that it's a husband and wife just having an argument about something that they didn't agree on. Yeah. That was interesting. We haven't really seen that in Star Wars. No, no. So that was kind of cool just to sort of get that perspective as well. Um, But yeah, no, overall, um, the, like you said, the world building, the fact that, you know, Cassian has to go undercover Mm. to be part of a little, little rebel group who's about to go on a heist. Um, The, the, the trust that they they did not have for him because all of a sudden there's this newbie coming into the group Mm -hmm. and so that was interesting um but yeah no this episode was i actually really enjoyed it even if it lacked the action it was still good yeah yeah Mm. nice all right michael what about you how did you feel about this episode well i definitely enjoyed this episode uh and all it's uh, slowness and just, just people might might think it's a hindrance. It's like oh, it's very slow, slow going. It's like no, I kind of like that. It's actually mm, yeah. we're actually staying within these sort of um, elements and where we are in the world at the moment. We're still under the the emperor's rule and how these characters are uh, that are being portrayed as uh, like. The lives that they need to lead to survive, and also, and also, with their lives behind them as well, and we, and it's definitely a contrast with with the sort of um, the antiquities and this <laughs> and everything. It's like, well, this is where all the money's coming from, really, mm. really. and and Mon Mothra's uh, her uh, her family her family life has to be separate from 
what she's going through and I'm I'm thinking her husband's probably not going to last long. <laughs> yeah. Little bit of an idea of what's going to happen to him. Uh and probably with Mon Mothra at the end of the this two series because I think Rebels is roughly the same same time at the moment. And she and she's in the Rebels TV show as well. Yeah. Where, where she's pretty much defective. Uh, of the um, Senate and er- er- yeah. everything, so we could be seeing her 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 downfall, and which she becomes like public en- enemy number one, and then becomes one of the leaders of the Republic. Uh, I think we're seeing the grassroots at the moment, and we and we see mm-hmm. see that with when you're suppressing someone, they're not going to stay there for long; they are going to uprise. And we're yeah. and we're sort of seeing all these different characters, including <clears throat> including the um uh oh, the the guy that we were talking about where he's got a he he uses his face all, all the time. Cyril. Cyril. I knew it was Cyril. Weird. <laughs> such a Yeah, that's his, that's the character's name, Cyril. Such a normal name for Star Wars. Anyway. <laughs> Well, so is Luke, really. Um, but Cyr- Cyril, it's like we're introducing, we're getting introduced to this character and see, seeing his he, his life and what what he has to deal with. Uh, maybe we'll see him become. Uh, yeah, we may may see him become coming over to the the good guys side and and everything. So I'm really enjoying the series, and it's hard to think. That we used to complain about the politics in in Star Wars prequels, but this is like gung ho political like thril- thriller in Star Wars up front without like laser swords and shoot 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 'em ups. I mean, we are getting that like very minimal, but we are dealing with people actually having dialogue. We're we're watching people with dialogue, in, especially with that ca- especially with that council. Um, with within Coruscant, of it's like we're not we're not um, we're not an army. We're 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 physicians. We're we're the we're the we're the mind and everything. And, it's, and I love to see that. And maybe we'll get to see uh, Ben Mendelsohn maybe next um, <laughs> season. But God, I lo- God, I love this type of Star Wars world building. Where it's it's something different, it's something new, and it it doesn't have the gloss that it has. Like you can sort of see see it when we get enter Coruscant uh, for the first time in this in this show, and everything is grey and just miserable, and and you can sort of see the contrast with where where everything else was, uh, with the people like the um the working class. It's like everything's grey and miserable because we're under this rule of the Empire. It's like that's what I like. I like <laughs> realism in my fantasy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um, and yeah, they um, name dropped Scarif in this episode too, which was cool. Um, reference to Rogue One. Mm. Yeah, yep. I know. I just liked it. I, don't know. I eat that shit <laughs> up. <laughs> One Easter egg. One Easter that's egg. That's what we're getting. One Easter egg at a time. One Easter egg at a time. It's not yes. beating you over the head with it. It's like, oh, yes. here's R two D two. Yeah, <laughs> he was around yeah. at that time, so we're going to see. Yes. Yeah. 
good shit. All mm-hmm. right. Yeah. But mind you, if I if I see like like Darth Vader, maybe it's like oh, you were going so well. <laughs> yeah. We had high hopes. Could we not rely on like classic characters? Look, we can maybe see him in a distance with no dialogue. Nah. Just 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 for like one scene. Nah. I mean, if they have to do it, I. They better do it that way. Yeah, but I don't want him at all in this. Yeah, no, true. Especially just after everyone. Yeah, I no, want to see. I want to see a young wedge or something, like yeah. something like that obscure. It's like, yeah, I can, you can get away with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All cool. of a sudden, Han Solo is walking with the crates and putting them on, on the X-wing. No, yeah. fucking <laughs> Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Don't want that. Uh. No thanks. No, we don't. We don't need it. We <laughs> you, don't need it. You've got a lot more Star Wars to do that bullshit in. Yeah, exactly. Just yes, leave this, is the, this as it is. This yeah. is the bullshit-free Star Wars. Yes, yeah. yes. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> All right, that's our quickie review of Andor Episode Four. Wow. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, because now, wow, it's time. Are you okay? For the moment. What's up? The segment. What's up? What's up? The section. <laughs> oh. The part. Mm. The place. Splinge. The spot in the show we like to call. I got spots. Popcorn culture. Mm, therapy yep. session is now in. Yeah. Yes. Does everyone feel very zen as we enter this uh, discussion of She-Hulk, episode mm. seven, mm. the retreat? We're hurting for a yurtin. We're hurting for a yurtin. Mm, my chakras are all aligned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a bomaste. Um, <laughs> wow. It was. Did you see that in the no. background of the episode? <laughs> There was literal signs in the background saying a bomb-ass day. Oh, my gosh. And today is today. Yes. Yeah. Ah, it's cool. So, <laughs> another week, no Matt Murdock. Um, <laughs> just to get that out of the way, up top. Um, so, yeah, I'm not getting excited about anything anymore. Um, <laughs> at, least, at least not the way I did. I keep forgetting that he's going to pop up, so that's why I don't expect it. <laughs> probably, that, probably that's a good thing. Yeah. It is. It's, uh, it's good to have a brain like mine that just, you know, forgets things sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it comes in handy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's not, like, it's not ruining my um, experience watching the show. Oh, that's good. Because I'm, I'm very much not one of those people that's like, oh, I'm only watching it because Daredevil's in it. Oh. Yeah. No. Music again, again, man. Yeah, no. Yeah, 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 Stop yeah. Charlie no. Cox teasing us. <laughs> what a Cox tease. Um, yes. So, but anyway, that aside, um, another brief episode. Uh, but it was, you know, there was some sort of a mix again between bottle episode and... Driving the plot forward. Yeah. yeah ever the over- so slightly. Yeah, the overarching plot. The overarching story. Um, again, at the, end of, at the end of the episode, they saved that for that. Mm. Um, but yeah, we see Jen in this episode and, and Josh uh, have continued their 
connection that they made at the at the wedding, um, which was really nice to see. Um, I enjoyed this opening kind of montage of, you know, Jen feeling all lovey-dovey and going on, you know, these these dates with him and just, you know, having some normal Jen time, just Jen, you know, um, and even just, you know, messaging him while she's at work and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, and then things go a little pear-shaped after they sleep together and, and then he doesn't... Uh, he stops texting. Um, Asshole. Yes. Not good. Not a good, not a good feeling. Um, yeah. So I don't really know where to go from here, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit real. It's a bit real. <laughs> yes. So let's yes. talk about ghosting. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to. <laughs> and the representation in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, ghosting in the MCU. Um yeah, it 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 wasn't it wasn't nice. Like I did like that it led us to where we got, which was just this very funny episode with uh, the return of Emil Blonsky mm. um, and the introduction of some new faces. Yeah, that was cool. But at the same time, I feel really bad for Jen, mm. and it was just uh, it it was so much of it was so close to home for me. Oh yeah, <laughs> like insanely close very down to text messages yeah down to te- and 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 waiting by the phone for a reply i've done that fuck i've done maybe that. not to the extent of gin no not the extent of like i'm gonna walk around this and check it every middle second of nowhere sort of thing <laughs> that is exaggerated yes but wow that was very real mm. um yeah so i feel really bad for her yeah um that this is this has happened because uh, you know we want her to be happy. Yeah, exactly. We 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 like Jen. We love Jen, and we only want good things for her. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling about the way this episode kind of kicked off? And it kicked off all right. Like it was nice to see them, you know, going out and having fun. Uh, but I could see that the whole you know not inviting him in. Uh, she's like kind of teasing him in a way like you know the what's the what, what's the what's the phrase I'm trying to look for here it's like playing hard to get yeah it's that she was doing that for a little bit um but then gave in on the what was it like the third it was date the third date the third date gave up brought him in um I kind of had a feeling the moment that that happened that the next morning when we see that he's no longer in the bed that he's gone that things were going to turn to shit after that see i'm so i i was expecting it i'm so naive and i didn't think that at all <laughs> i yeah um so and then the whole you know that whole montage of her waiting and waiting for a reply to her her message and all that sort of stuff and i was just like Oh, uh, that's that's not good. That, I I feel something bad coming, and I from that point I knew that there was something off about that guy. Yeah. Okay. From that point. Yes. Um, but like you, I also felt for Jen. For Jen, Jen is you know Jen's awesome. Jen if, is awesome. Even if she's not a she-hulk, she's awesome. Yeah. Uh, she deserves love. 
She does. Uh, just like everyone else. Yes. And yeah, that guy can go jump. <laughs> he can. Off a cliff. Off a, yeah. A big old high cliff. Big old high cliff. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Michael, do you have any... What it was? Can you give us the male perspective on this situation? Uh, yes, please. <laughs> if you feel... If you feel so able to. Wait, this yeah. is a safe space. Let me <laughs> see if I can uh, step away from these landmines. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird thing to talk about. Um, yes, the male perspective. I sort of had the inkling at the wedding. As soon as he, as soon as he came on screen, it's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I. Mm. See, I wanted to believe for I, a little bit. That's I why I gave him a chance. <laughs> and that's the problem. <laughs> Can't believe I'm saying this, but all men are pigs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the only good ones in this TV show is probably Pug and Ed and her dad. Yeah. Yeah. So, where can I go from here? <laughs> There's plenty of fish in the sea. Um, yeah, I can. I don't know. When I was watching that montage, it's like this is a train wreck waiting to happen. Mm. <laughs> and especially, well, first, yeah, I thought he is doing that thing where. Uh, I got what I want and I'm leaving. And it's like, yeah, f-, f you for that. Yeah. And if anyone think that's okay, then you're not a human being. Get off my planet. <laughs> uh, stop breathing my air. Um, and, but by the end, there is an explanation of it, but we'll talk about it later. Uh, I, I was there. I was, I was hoping for Jen and, and the way it was shot, it was lovely. It was, it was she was on cloud nine and everything like that. And it's like, oh, yeah. this is going to be absolutely awful. Because yeah. yeah, there are guys like that 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 overstrive like for the confidence in that, and they and they want something. They need something. And considering we are in a Marvel TV show, it's like, is he part of what's going on behind the scenes? Mm. There, there's always that it's like you can never trust anyone especially after when Jen has come out to be a she-hog or a hog uh, there's going to be she's going to have to look over her shoulder now because she's living this life that she didn't want to do but now she's in it and especially in this episode which I actually quite liked that uh, not to get in too much into it she's actually learning uh, learning that there are benefits of being Jen and not just She-Hulk. And her pretty much, yeah, going to counselling, well, going to therapy, like, and having all, and having these characters, uh, having these people around, around her, like, showing that, showing that, yeah, there are, there are shitty people, but there's going to be even more shitty people now that you're in this universe now. And yeah, and I don't know. I kind of like this episode for it 
just setting that tone and not relying on Matt Murdock com- coming up. So I I can sort of get o- over the fact it's like, oh, when's it that devil? Me, the daredevil. It's only going to be good because I'm, I'm, I'm going to see a character that I like and that sort of shit. But yeah, and overall, overall for the first bit, it's like, ah, oh, it's heart-wrenching. It's annoying. Yeah. And I don't know what it's like. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do like, say i know how you feel i've never i'm I'm never gonna understand that but i can respect it and it's a shitty thing and mm, certain men need to learn learn some empathy motherfuckers (sighs) yep yeah yes unfortunately mind you i can I, i can probably say i'm a father and if a guy did that to my daughter I'm going to be over at his house with a shotgun saying, hi, hi, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then you're going to steal his gates. <laughs> steal his gates. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You stole from Jen. I'm going to steal from you. Yeah. Bring me them testicles. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, cool. So, as I mentioned earlier, this leads us to the good part of the episode, the main chunk of the episode, where um, Jen gets a call from a, um, Emil Blonsky's parole officer saying that uh, his inhibitor is malfunctioning and he's too scared to go up by himself in case it's uh, abomination wreaking havoc. Um, fair enough. Totally fair enough. So he asks Jen to come up uh, and give him a hand. So, and yeah, thankfully, um, you know, Emil is still super chill. Emil Blonsky. Uh, he has a wellness retreat basically, um, at this ranch in the middle of nowhere where there's no reception. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and, um, for some reason his, his, uh, wives are nowhere to be seen. I know. The, the, the women that, uh, we saw, Mm. Uh, a few episodes back that were, you know, funding him, um, <laughs> loving him and doing whatever else. Um, they are not in this episode, which I found really interesting. And no one asked where any of the wives were. And I was like, okay, interesting. Sorry, soulmates. <laughs> soulmates was the phrase I'm looking for. Um, the term I'm looking for. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then turns out, yeah, Blonsky's actually like the head of this sort of just, you know, these group therapy sessions with these, some superpowered, some non-superpowered men. Um, he's become, he's become a counselor. He's like, yeah, he's like a counselor of sorts to them. Like, you know, he's found his inner peace during the time he spent incarcerated. And now he's passing that wisdom and knowledge on to these other men. Um, we have man bull, <laughs> who, not matador who was great and then yeah el aguila the uh not not a matador mm. um saracen uh who i couldn't tell if they were they were a vampire or they thought they were a vampire <laughs> i couldn't either mm, very ambiguous I don't but know. i but i enjoyed him nonetheless and then of course porcupine <laughs> um which was just so fascinating to me this is guy who's just dressed up sort of like a porcupine because reasons. Um, and then um, uh, Rekka comes back from a few episodes ago 
um, and uh, that throws a spanner in the works. So, mm. um, spanner. And we get, yeah, ha, got mm-hmm. in. And we have some really interesting therapy scenes with the, the collective of them. Mm. Um, yeah, Fulia, what are your thoughts about these all these new characters we kind of hung out with this episode? I feel like they're going to be Jen's new friends that are going to help her out with the little fight that's probably going to happen later on down the track. So we'll probably see them again. Yeah, oh, I have yeah. A Act three, big fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I have a feeling we'll definitely be seeing them again. Um, and you know what? I was a little pissed off when uh, when we saw Rekka all of a sudden come out. Yeah. <laughs> into the... What the, the hell? Drying his hair. <laughs> I could understand Jen's anger. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Made sense. It's just like, how dare you? How... Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you um, continue to exist? Yeah, but I can. I'm wondering whether I wanna. I I wanna believe the fact that he's trying to better himself, but I don't know how much of the bettering himself is actually helping, <laughs> or if it's working, or if he's just um, you know, lying about it. Well, he kind of endeared himself to me during this episode. Mm. I think. Yeah. And how things turn out to be at the end, you can sort sort of see that uh, whoever hired them have no use for them now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So out on your ass, do do your own thing now. It's like, mm. oh, where am I going to go? Okay, I'll go to a retreat just to find myself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I kind of believe him. But I still feel like there's like this. I've got trust <laughs> issues, okay? No, it's understandable. I mean, I trust him more I've than I've been Josh. hurt before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Jen's but, hurting, so it's understandable uh, yeah. that she throws him into a a, a stack. pile of chairs. <laughs> yeah, pile of chairs. chairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, this was a good. This was a good episode for me. And the fact that they've got like this little counseling session happening, like group group counseling, um, I I feel like it was needed because Jen really needed to talk it out. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you know if she if she bottled it up, it was just going to get worse for her. Um, and I can say that from experience. Bottling up emotions is not good for your health. No, no, it's not. <laughs> no. Especially when you're a that. hulk. Oh yeah. yeah, most especially when you're rock. Um, so yeah, it was nice to sort of get a more grounded sort of episode with this, uh, in terms of having her talk about her feelings and how she feels rejected, even when, like when she's Jen. But she, you know, she Hulk is the one that gets all the attention. It was it was an interesting way that she described it that you know the the person in high school that gets all of the attention and yeah and you're just you and yeah. the boys yeah I I feel I kind of feel like that's how I felt when I was in high school as yeah, well yeah I me too I had I I, I had, had the friend she's talking about uh I I didn't have the friend but I I kind of I saw the girls because I went to an all girls school. 
I saw the girls that got the attention. Mm. And I was not one of those people. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was it was a very interesting episode. Yeah. 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 And just picking back on that before I forget. Um, and imagine the fact that you you have that uh, feeling of well your your friend being the um, the more popular in your group. I can't imagine how that feels when you are that person as well. Yeah, and how you're dealing with like split personality sort, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, no, that would that's a that's a def, that's definitely a very difficult situation that Jen's yeah. in. Yeah, and you yeah. can only do it in sci-fi. <laughs> yep very true thank you like, for sci-fi yeah like the Rick and Morty episode yeah that's scary that's <laughs> scary yeah that's, a, that's some John Carpenter shit I loved it anyway yeah. good stuff <laughs> um yes so uh, Michael your thoughts on this you know clan of 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 a bomber stay man <laughs> I kind of like the fact that they introduce these characters hmm. uh, instead of like relying on oh these people that you already know like um, that that go around the table it's like I met this guy and this guy and uh, mm-hmm. and thinking about it fully out uh, they're going to come back in the th- third act for the big fight I think they are coming back but I don't think how. Having what we've seen throughout this She-Hulk thing, that they do something completely different to what we expect an MCU thing would do, maybe there is no big ass battle at the end, like big CGI fight at the end. I don't, yeah, maybe. I don't it know. It might be a courtroom battle. Could yeah, be. It's a courtroom battle. Court courtroom battle with words. Yeah. Words. Yeah, uh, that would be cool because it will just um, add to the sort of writing. They they know how to write, write this, as mm. as a courtroom drama, as well as it being a different thing. So maybe they're not going to do it. And big props if they don't, because mm. it's very tempting. <laughs> her and yes. her and uh, her and uh, not Katana, fucking oh. Titania. Titania, yeah. Their their third battle. <laughs> third and final battle. Yeah, third and final battle. Winner takes all of the copyright. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, with the therapy thing. Um, yeah, it's 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 funny. It's <laughs> it's hilarious, but it it also is helping the character out. This is a more of a yeah. ca- character development than than most. Uh, episodes where it is sort of the bottle more of a bottle episode than the previous episode where she is stuck here and she has to deal with it her uh, her car gets wrecked <laughs> which is a good good yeah. good little uh, plot point to make her stay here and, and deal with uh, and deal with it and also no and, and no contact of the outside world which is also a good plot point that she has to sit here and like uh, work out her shit, mm. and I uh, and I like that. Yeah, mm. same. Yeah, it was good. It was really good, and you know she seemed like she was in a much better place 
um, at the end of the episode than yeah. when she started. Oh, yeah. And a lot healthier. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think. Um, and I, one other thing I really liked, too, is the, the fourth wall break of the... Wait, you guys don't know who he is. It's been from episodes ago. Did, did you, <laughs> you previously remember? on him? Yeah. <laughs> hey, previ- previously on this guy. Yeah, yeah I, I like I like that for I a full break. I, that was good. That was very funny. That that was good. I mean, I I recognize who he was, but um, I like the fact that they just to make sure and they used it as a gag. Yeah. Um, I I saw him saw the reaction on Jen. I was like, I I feel like I need to know him, but I forgot who he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when they did the previously, I'm just like, oh, that guy. Okay. Thank yeah. you, Jen. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jen, for looking out for us. Yeah, I sort of needed a, um, a bit of a jolt. It's like, <laughs> yeah. well, he didn't have his hair out and it wasn't dark. So it was, yeah, exactly. Who, didn't have guy? his glow stick. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Where's my um, thing that he had? Yes. He's. Um, Crowbar? As. As Guardian, yeah, tool. Hmm. Something. Whatever it was. As Guardian tools. Mm-hmm. Yes. A glow stick. Glow sticks. A glow stick. A glow stick. <laughs> um, yes, so, yeah. It was It was a, it was a, a good episode, a good, mm. a good piece of character development yeah. for Jen. Um, and then, of course, it, you know, ends sadly, disappointingly, because then we flip back three days um, to the their third date, Jen and Josh, and we see from Josh's perspective, um, he's in the middle of the night um, cloning her phone and taking photos and taking her blood because he's working for the intelligentsia people who are trying to kill um, She-Hulk or bring her down in some form. Um, and when I tell you I was screaming, no, 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 at the television. Were you in denial? I, no. (laughs) No, 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 I haven't been to Egypt. Um, (laughs) I, I, I was very upset. I was very, very upset at at this. Like, why can't she have nice things? Why does this, no. Why do these guys have to be assholes? I was just really hoping he was just... Oh, I gen- genuinely... This is my problem. I believe the best in every fucking person, whether they're real or fictional. <laughs> and I was just... I was just, like, totally expecting him to message her back. And it was... Because he just seemed... Like, at the wedding, he just seemed so nice and genuine and friendly. And... Oh, I'm Michael? So- <sighs> Don't make me say it again. <laughs> I'm. I know. I'm such a sucker. I'm. I'm so gullible and naive and and just. Yeah, it sucks. S- stupid. Um. But anyway, so I was very disappointed. You guys, it sounds like you were a bit less surprised than I was that he turned out to be a douchebag. But um. But yeah, yeah. Fulia, thoughts mm. on Josh the douche. Yeah, well, the moment we went three days earlier, I was like, okay, here we go. We're gonna find out why he left. And I bet you it's because of him being a bad boy. A naughty boy. Yeah. Uh, My first thought is he was captured or something. Or some shit. You know what? I was sort of thinking maybe he something did happen to him. 
Um, and like he was either kidnapped or, you know, he got killed in some form. But then I was like, nah, I don't, I don't think so. Cause then Jen would have found out about it in some other way. Like he wouldn't have gone with his stuff. He would have like, if he was kidnapped, his stuff would still be there. Mm. Um, so yeah, the moment we saw it all sort of unfold while Jen was still asleep, I was like, and there it is. And there it is. Yeah. Indeed. What I didn't ex- what I didn't expect until they showed the text message of him saying that he got the blood was the fact that he got the blood. I was like, oh, oh no, yeah. Like I knew there was something off about him. I just didn't expect it to go to the point where he actually got the blood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Disappointing. Mm-hmm. Disappointing. Very much. Uh, Michael, your thoughts on the, the ending of the episode? Uh, well, as I said, I thought, you know, maybe he's an all right guy, you know. <laughs> maybe he got captured because dating Jen and there are sh- shit people coming out mm. to get him. Uh, interrogate him. It's just like, uh, how do you know? It's just... But no, uh, copying all the files from her phone. It's like, ooh, okay, you're a bit of a shit. And taking a picture of her while she's asleep was like, eh, gross. Uh, yeah. But with that text message, it's like one or two things, and I'm not quite sure yet. Either he has got the DNA from Jen, or uh, with the copying of her files, they're, they're going to plan a, an actual attack when she's normalised or anything like that. Or she he got her DNA through a very gross way. Yeah, I don't want to think about it. Hmm... <laughs> mm. Cool. Yeah. I'm just gonna feel the I'm just gonna feel the air. <laughs> oh man. He pricked her with a prick. The prick. Mm. Mm. <sighs> anyway. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you are too. I feel like you are. I don't think they've done that. Yeah, nah, but- they wouldn't go that far in an MCU film uh, show. Well he did did like mementos, like st- Stab her. It's like she went, "Ow!" It's like, "Ooh, you're naughty." <laughs> you're naughty. Oh dear. What, what did they did they do heroin together? And I don't know. Logistics are weird, man. Logistics are <laughs> weird. Oh yeah. So all right. he's uh, text messaging the Hulk King. So yes, Hulk we King. don't know who the Hulk King is. Yeah, who is this Hulk King? The leader. Hulk King. <laughs> Hulk King mass of men. Maybe yes. the leader. No, 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 leader. Uh, yeah. That's where my brain's going. Yeah. But I'm happy to be wrong. Yeah, mm. it's all is going to come out in the wash. In another two episodes? Two. We've got two episodes left now. Oh, no. We're Try- coming down to the wire. Yeah, Daredevil next week. I hope. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting excited about any of it. 
Uh, yeah. I'm just going to go in and enjoy the show for yes. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Because I am enjoying it. Mm. Me too. Why is he in fucking LA? I know. He's getting a new costume. Yeah. That's about it, I think. But He's picking up his new suit. I haven't watched Daredevil, but... Neither have I. He does have a guy in... in he does have in a guy, guy in New York who doesn't know who he is. Yeah, true. May mm. Mm. Okay, interesting. We'll, yeah. f- we'll find out. Yeah, two more. Two more to go. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say. Nope. You guys, any points that weren't raised? Any any suggestions, ideas, thoughts? Yeah, just all gross. <laughs> <laughs> they swabbed his genitals. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he didn't shower. Wow. I wonder why. Mm. Anyway, on that wonderful note, yeah, let's yeah, uh, yes. let's end the the podcast. Uh, but before we go, we have a couple of things to plug. Yeah, what happened this week? What did we? We had our monthly episode. Yes. Monthly at Winifred. Yes. Yes. And uh, we had a little wrap up for the Netflix's. Dick Wolf is gonna sue somebody. <laughs> no, that's dun, dun. Yeah. same thing, isn't it? Yeah. No. Dum dum. No, no. Tudum. Tudum. Dum dum. Snick snick. Snick snick. Yes. So Netflix had their um, kind of wrap up event mm. uh, of all the things coming for them hmm. um and we decided to uh talk about it yeah got and some lo- lots of good uh, this... lots of good content coming to yeah. netflix soon yeah um, and we're excited about a few of them so mm-hmm. uh, if you want to know more about the things that we discussed and the things that came out of the netflix to them uh go and check out the monthly at winifred yes please do yes, yes. on the same channel <laughs> yes. yes on the exact same channel where you're so listening subscribe to, to us you subscribe to the monthly. Yes. 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 Mm. Fabulous stuff. And then, of course, we will be plugging um, the incredibly funny show we're all going to be in in a couple of weeks' time. Holy crap. Because it's October now. Um, Radio Dada at Melbourne Fringe Festival. Um, yes, tickets are on sale now through Writer's Block Theatre, through the MC Showroom, through Melbourne Fringe um, we are on uh, at the MC showroom um, from the 18th of October through to the 22nd. So get your tickets now. Don't yes. miss out. Come watch us in person and have a good time. Yes, yeah. going to be lots of fun. Turn your brain yes. off and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, literally. Forget the world for an hour. Come in and hang out with us. Yes. As we be very silly on stage. Yes. Yes. And one more plug. One more plug? Yes. Something I'm not involved with, but I did get a mention. Oh? Oh, Go. Yes. Uh, I got mentioned in a little uh, podcast called uh, Fred Watch, where three people were talking about a show, and they mentioned me. Ah. Yeah. It was a Phil and a Wayne and a Kendall, and (gasps) and they were talking about... Bo Burnham's inside. Ah, oh, is it up? It's up. I listened I to it. Oh, 
I didn't know it was up. There you go. Yeah. Um, what did you think, Michael, of our review? Uh, obviously, you uh, you recorded it before he released the outtake. Otherwise, you would yes. have talked about it. But yeah, it was around the same. It was roughly around the same time the outtakes dropped, but we hadn't. Yeah, I don't think we'd seen it yet. Yeah. So so yeah, it was very enjoyable, and you just guffawing with laughter and and, and enjoying the bits that you liked. Yes. Yes, it was good. But no Jeffrey Bezos love. Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. Yeah, yeah. That's surprising. I don't remember not mentioning the Jeffrey Bezos stuff. So that's... um, But yes, well, I mean, you know, Welcome to the Internet is my favourite song. And I'm glad I wasn't the only one who loved it in the podcast. So, (laughs) um, yeah, we had a great time recording that. Um, so yeah, if you're a fan of, um, Bo Burnham, you're a fan of his, uh, Inside special, um, on Netflix, um, go check out the latest Fred Watch, where we review it, talk about it. Cool. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yes. The time can, the time capsule that is Bo Burnham's Insides. Very much. So have a look at Bo Burnham's Insides. (laughs) Yes. Yes. As Josh did to Jen. Uh, Jess. Jen. Jen. <laughs> Jen. Jennifer Walters. Okay. Well, that's the plugs done. Yes. Which means now I can go to bed. Yes, um, true. <laughs> we can all go to sleep because that, that was, was a podcast, podcast Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions, and you're watching the VOD. Make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell icon to be notified of future content, and... You're live over... Uh, no. <laughs> if we're live. <laughs> we're live. If we're live and you're watching us right now, uh, please consider giving us a follow on Twitch. Yeah, Twitch.tv forward slash Fred the Alien Twitch. Yes, yeah, thank you. That is how I do the plugs. <laughs> That's how we do it. plugs. That's how we do plugs. I'm Kendall Richardson. Are you sure? I am. But I've, uh, al- I've also been a Kendall Richards. Yes, so I, I, I should be saying. <laughs> I've been a Fully Account Dharmaja. And I've been a Margalista hydrated. Yes. Well done. And, and you, you just, just experienced, experienced a, podcast a podcast called Fred. Yeah. Yes. Remember to eat beef. Yes, eat the beef. Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and Jen got some. Jen got some, <laughs> and he turned out to be an asshole. No, no. I thought he was a dick. <laughs> Zing. Anyway. Yep, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for watching if you watched. Yes, and remember to look after yourself and your mental health. Yes. True that. True that. Latest gators. Bye bye. Yeah.